0: Greg Walsh and Dan Beeston are smart enough to know better. Welcome to 61 of Smart Enough to Know Better, a podcast of science, comedy and ignorance. I'm Dan
1: Beeston and I'm Greg Waugh. In this podcast, I will be talking
0: about dog poop. And I will be talking about the very dull subject of the common cold.
1: And after the common cold, a way of catching the common cold is to make love to a distant ancestor. So we'll talk about that too.
0: I bet you can get a lot more than just the common cold off them. uh, Yes, that's very, very true. But first, who was that
1: introducing the podcast? That was Jeanette Fielding, the actress, or the actor. There, let's actor. They're actors. Everyone's an actor uh, who played Tegan mm. Javanka. The lady actor, the... as I like to call them. That's that. helpful. The... An actorette. Uh, uh, stop speaking. That's Jeanette Fielding who played Tegan Javanka, the Doctor Who companion, the fifth Doctor companion. She was an airline hostess, and she was from Australia. She was Australian. And, and yes, that's the only other Australian reference I can think of, for Doctor Who. Oh, wait, no, the Butcher of Brisbane. That's the other one. That was a bad guy. Guy that got mentioned, ah. the butcher of Brisbane. Anyway, thank Wasn't you. Wasn't that uh, Logan?
0: Log- yeah. Oh yes, but that, Logan was the butcher of yes, Brisbane. Yeah,
1: but not, but not in Doctor Who. Oh, he was in the future. That some lunatic from Brisbane takes over the whole world, and he's the butcher of Brisbane. Anyway, thank you to Jeanette Fielding for starting the podcast for us,
0: and that marks the end of all the Doctor Who intros uh, that were collected until for us. we
1: get the next one, of course. Yeah. You know what's really interesting. The Moon. Uh, oh, uh, the Moon. Other podcasts. No, 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 no. The moon, the moon is actually moving away from us very slowly. I'm sure many very of the podcast like listeners...
0: two millimetres a year? No, no, about three, about three centimetres. About three centimetres a year. I was out by the order of a magnitude. Uh, there
1: you go. Three centimetres a year. It, order of a magnitude? Order um, order of a uh, factor pop, pop. of ten. That's a, <laughs> oh wow, that's a popular culture reference. Uh, three centimetres a year. And I realise this. This is going to be a little bit of using imperial measurements converted uh, and, and not actual real measurements. I'm sorry about this, but it still was interesting to me. I'm actually five foot and nine inches tall. That's what I am. In the, in the old way of measuring things, that's what I am, five foot and nine inches tall. And it was pointed out to me that after 59 years, the moon will be five feet and nine inches away oh. from, from where it is now, a little bit of move. So basically at the start of my, when I was born, to a time I'm 59, if it moves three centimeters a year, it will be my height away from in feet and inches away from the, uh, from the Earth. So it'd be five foot, nine inches, five, nine, be 59. So there you go. It's, it's a couple of years to go, a couple of years to go. But yeah. it, it's a, a few. But I thought it was really interesting. So when I turn 59, I know that the moon will be five feet and nine inches away from
0: where it used to be. You'll have to move to a higher location. And hit my head on it. Not that high. Oh, okay. fine. <laughs> I just thought that was interesting. Every month you'd have to be careful. <laughs> I... Got in trouble with the missus again. Oh, dear. It's not very often that I get in trouble with the missus. Oh, that's true. But she does not like it when I leave a lot of water on the bathroom floor. Right, yes. Yes. dangerous. Well, you know what? I think it's overreacting. Okay. Like, that mess is the one mess in the house that cleans itself up. (laughs) But (laughs) you just leave it, come back later, it's gone. Sure. Like, I do not see the problem. I see. Good. Okay. But it's not my fault. Mm -hmm. We have got an Italian shower. What does that mean? An Italian style shower means that the floor of the shower is the floor of the bathroom and there's no lip on the shower. Mm -hmm. So we've just got a big glass door that is supposed to stop all the water Mm. and a cool drain and it's very slight incline that drops into the center drain. That'd be a decline then? Depends which way you're going. Um, If you're travelling towards the moon, you you would be going up the incline. Oh, I see. If you're going down the drain, down the decline. Well done. You pass. (laughs) So very, very gradual. Mm. Great big drain. Works gangbusters. Until the house shifts slightly based on the temperature. So now the decline has become a decline in the other direction. Oh, no. And so now when we shower, it runs out the door and across the floor and just wells up against the edge of the bathtub. Uh. So I have to, like, scoop it down the drain. And I did that. Scooped it down the drain, mm-hmm. left a little bit of water on the floor. Sure. You know, got to keep her on and her the toes. frog
1: princess was But happy. the problem
0: is, in order to stop the water coming out, I put a little rag on the corner there, mm. and I came back later, and it's wicked all the water that was still in the shower out over the lip, the little tiny lip, <laughs> and just filled the bathroom. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm like, I did, I did it. I did it. It's like, well, this isn't done. I'm like, well, and, I, and there was some arguing mm. and it was resolved moments later with science. So, you realise that it
1: wicked the water up. Capillary action had wicked it up. Either that
0: or else I made something up that sounded scientific. And, and now, as <laughs> you couldn't argue. I'm going to put
1: it in the podcast. It's the same way that trees drag liquid from the roots up to the leaves. Capillary action. Through, yep. To the centre. Up so, the incline. Uh, Very, very good. Yes, that's the, um, is it it vertical? Is it incline? I suppose it's a 90 degree incline, I suppose. Anyway, it's the same effect. So trees take water from their roots to their leaves using capillary action, and the same as your towel flooding your
0: bathroom. Science. Sometimes it hurts. We interrupt this podcast for an unscheduled Chad Watch. Oh, Chad Watch! Chad Watch. Chad Watch. The Earth Sun Chad has flipped the f*** out. Witnesses at the scene were presumably instantly carbonized. (laughs) Chad has completed its predicted full reversal of its magnetic field. As this ends Chad's period of relative calm, Earth, the third planet from Chad, can expect more impressive auroras, both Borealis and Australis. Cosmic rays will become a larger concern for space probes, astronauts, and laypersons who find themselves outside the Earth's protective atmosphere. Researchers suggest that this may also affect cloudiness and climate. Greg... But We return you now to your regularly <laughs> scheduled program. Where have you been? Well, this summer heat is killing me. Um, so I left my fridge door open to cool the place down. But, uh, but that didn't work. No, it wouldn't. So I sealed my environment and installed another five fridges. You'll never guess the result. It didn't work. It didn't work. Made the place warmer. Well, that's the third law of thermodynamics for you. So, I got rid of the fridges, tried a math solution. A math solution. Negative fridges.
1: Negative fridges. How do you install
0: negative fridges? That was the question I got stuck on too. And? As a deal breaker. But? Yes. Had another theory. Mm. Mm-hmm. Installed some freezers. No. Yes. Uh, That wouldn't work. I discovered that. It wouldn't and didn't. And then? Liquid nitrogen. That might work. But whenever I tried to drop the temperature to liquefy the nitrogen... Damn it, Dan! The room would heat up. You can't add power to a closed system and result in a cooler environment.
1: All refrigeration creates more heat than the cold it produces. Oh. How long have you been spending trying to alleviate the heat? About six months. Open. The.
2: Door. I consider this for waiting.
1: Think of animals. (laughs) (laughs) It's so dumb. Think of animals that have some way of of observing the magnetic field. (laughs) It's so dumb. (laughs) Name
0: name those animals that can see the sense 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 the magnetic field the the magnetic field. Yeah, name them. Well, not, not as, like, as in, like Fred, Kyle. No, no, no. As Kyle in, the pigeon. Oh, I was saying, you pigeons. There you pigeons. go. So
1: pigeons—that's a good one. Yeah. So yeah, pigeons, because
0: they have to navigate. Yeah. And, and so and I imagine most birds. And the magnetite, and they
1: have—they have, they seem to have magnetite in their in their beaks,
0: maybe. And they think, all oh, these this. And parts it's of on one side or something, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Oh, there's no, a, no, careful, there's a, careful. There's a magnetic. All right. Yeah. This is definitely true. <laughs> there is a magnetic really element down, down, yeah. on in in that like, their beak. Or magnetite. Yes. Magnetite. And it's only on one side. Uh, and you... C- oh, God. I don't and, know. Okay, if I'm remembering this right, <laughs> some scientists, some scientists... Right, Oh, uh, them, them. They, yes. them, uh, the scientists... The scientists. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They put an eye patch... On the, what? They put an eye patch on the bird uh-huh. and the bird just went straight to where it was supposed to go. I see. But then they got the same bird and they put an eye patch on the other side mm. and the bird got completely lost. Right. I We have to look this up. I don't know. Anyway, I've also heard it's in their brains
1: as well. We so don't have
0: to look it up. That is definitely the right. case.
1: Ah, uh, welcome shame next, next no, time. <laughs> I very much doubt that. <laughs> so then that's birds. Yes, I had a lot of birds. Sometimes I've heard fish as well can detect magnetic fields. Here's a weird one. Dogs. 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 Dogs don't migrate. Do- and they don't. And they, they don't see but there seems to be evidence that dogs can detect magnetic fields, or at least the magnetic field of, of the planet Earth. Wow. And you know how that they, they've worked this out? Because they stick to fridges.
0: <laughs> which, whilst not true, which is, is which a is, mental image. I, just, I love just it
1: just love, love. That's why Fido never leaves the kitchen when I'm in there with him. He's like he's like magnetically attracted to the fridge. No, <laughs> it's they seem to defecate and urinate aligned with the magnetic field north-south. What? What? Why would they do that? We don't know! But the point is, there's uh, some scientists, some scientists, them, you know, those guys, there's actually been a, a test done on this. So uh, there have been 1,893 defecations observed and 5,582 oh dog is urinations. Is No, 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 let's okay. okay. not go there. It's like,
0: we need to find a way to justify watching that dog poop come out. Now, that dog anus.
1: That's, and 5,582 dog urinations. 70 dogs of 37 different breeds watched over a two-year period. So it's not, it wasn't just like creep, creepily watching a dog in some pub. Mm-hmm. A long time. And most of these dogs, if the magnetic field was calm, and they had magnetometers to, to measure all this, would align their bodies north-south to defecate and urinate. We don't know why they do it, but it seems that dogs will. But only if the magnetic field is calm, which is only about 20% of the time. If it's not calm, the magnetic field is not calm, then they do not align themselves. And when they've tried to get dogs into rooms, they put magnetic fields into the rooms, so they've actually really powerful and uh, overly powerful and not aligned magnetic fields, the dog does not align themselves north-south. They don't just casually know which way north-south is. So this seems to show that dogs can detect the magnetic wait, wait, wait. field so of So they
0: Earth. put a magnetic field... They simulate a magnetic field in a room... Yes. ...and it doesn't line up with that magnetic no,
1: field? No, because it's all over the place. So basically, magnetic fields all over the place, and the dog doesn't align. It only seems to align itself to the north-south magnetic field if it's calm.
0: I, I imagine that you could study dogs out at, like, the iron fields, where... Because when you fly a plane over, like, an area of lots of iron, yes. the magnets in the plane screws up, don't they? And it makes it yes, hard to it navigate Yes, it can, there. yes, it can. So I wonder if dogs don't line up there or whether they're not lining up north-south of that magnetic field, but they're actually lining up so that the sun's not in their face or not in their face. Like, I'm trying to figure out why this... Because this is nonsense. This is complete <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> but supposedly not. That's,
1: they've done... I say, their magnetosensitivity sensi- seems to show... They must have made a mistake <laughs>
0: that me as a
1: layperson has seen right through. <laughs> that, that I'm just fascinated by this idea. Why do they do that? Why do they need... Why, what preference do they have to sit north-south? So sitting north-south, you do have a good point. Is it in the s- northern hemisphere, the sun would be more... Well, see, we don't know if they're pointing north or pointing south south they just align themselves yeah. north south so we don't know which way they prefer it doesn't say that so if it's if they point north then in the northern hemisphere the sun would be more to their south but if they're pointing south it would be in their eyes i don't see
0: why no 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 the sun would be to the east or to the west most but, of the day yes most of
1: but it would still be to the south of them as well like yeah. to us is to the north so because we're in the southern hemisphere yeah. but
0: maybe they, like if because dogs don't look up they can't look up. Don't! That's no. not true. That is totally That is not boring. true. It's, not an even... it's an urban legend. It's an urban isn't legend. The dogs can't look up. Yes. If you didn't want to look into the sun mm-hmm. when you were having a poo, I don't know why that would be. Maybe maybe dogs' eyes open I wider. I don't. I don't know. I it's don't make
1: no trying to sense. I don't. We don't know why. Don't look for a reason. We don't know yet. It's all these theories are brilliant. All these hypotheses are brilliant, but we don't know. The fact, focus on the fact that it's amazing that dogs can detect magnetic fields, and they're so blasé about it. They just use it to poop. They're not like (laughs) they're not using it to navigate. (laughs) They're just going. Oh yeah, I can detect magnetic fields. I oh what you can't detect magnetic fields.
0: I use it to poop.
1: I use it to poop. That's what I do. I crap. I crap on your inability to detect magnetic fields. (laughs) Hey,
0: good news! The smart enough to know better line of condiments has been given the green light by the Australian Food Standards Committee. (laughs) Oh, that's great. Yeah, though there are a handful of name changes. Like what? Well, our barbecue sauce. We, we can't call it barbecue sauce. We have to call it brown sauce. But it's not brown sauce. It's barbecue sauce. Lowercase b. Sauce that is brown. Brown sauce. But we already have brown sauce. What are we going to change that to? Beige sauce. Yeah. Not ideal, I know. Our ketchup? Can't use ketchup, I'm afraid. Registered trademark. Then catsup? Also a no-go, but we can use kitsch up. What was that sound? You take a C, you add two accents and an umlaut. How about our tomato sauce? Red sauce. Mustard? Yellow. Yellow sauce. No, no, just yellow. Just yellow. Mm, well, yellow in What's an interabang? It's a blend of a question mark and an exclamation point. I think we can safely lose the interbang, can't we? We are legally required to keep the interabang. Do you at least have a sample? Yes, I, I have some delicious yellow interbang. That was an interbang, yes. How's it taste? Mmm, spicy. Yum. Well, acidic, at least. Well, that's half the battle. Mmm, mmm. Could you call an ambulance, please? How are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good, thanks. That's good because you weren't so well about two weeks ago. I was a little bit sick. You got sick? Yes. And you said something really weird to me.
1: Oh, this, okay. Can I? Okay, I'll leave the. I know what it's going to be. Let, yeah. let me go through. Okay, it's been very hot in Queensland. The, when it's really hot in Queensland, the rest of Australia doesn't care. And it was getting hot. It was getting forty degrees, kind of hot. Like it was pretty scary. But it happens a lot in Queensland, so no one cares. When Melbourne or Adelaide gets 40 degrees, everyone loses their crap! and all you, On the radio is just, oh my god, it's 40 degrees! Melbourne's low, blah, blah, blah! And I'm like, we've added a
2: new colour! We
1: don't know what the hell's going on! It happens all the time in Queensland. Get over it. Anyway, so the point of this is it was hot, and I hadn't, because I didn't want to use my air conditioning, because it cost a lot to run. Yeah. And, and actually, this might sound odd, but I've lost quite a bit of weight recently, and I'm, I'm okay. By the way, listeners, I'm okay. It, it was it was a choice. Yes. Uh, it wasn't a, it wasn't a disease.
0: I intentionally gave myself cancer <laughs> so I could lose some weight. Thank you, Dan. No, so and, and I've lost some weight, and I
1: honestly haven't been feeling the heat as badly. I think I think because I'm not stopping the heat. I don't know, who knows. I know it doesn't work the way, but it, I don't seem to feel as badly. Which
0: is well, great. well, let's not let's not gloss over that. Okay, larger people don't feel hotter than smaller people. Because they, it's not blubber. It's not blubber. Blubber traps heat. It's but, great at it. But, but, fat, but they have, fat people have larger surface area.
1: I've, you've said this before, and I need to, I don't, I've never researched it enough, so I don't know. Because fat doesn't have Me blood, blood vessels through it, you see. So the hot, bloody stuff is all trapped under the fat. So it, it is still an insulating layer. I'm, it's not blubber, mm. I get it. But I'd be very surprised if it's not insulating somehow. Yeah. But I, I don't actually know. But anyway, that's just my, my, my own feelings. That yep. I haven't been getting so hot. But anyway, I, I went to bed one night and I was hot. And I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm going to treat myself to cooling the room down for a couple of hours with the air conditioner. And it'll switch off on, you know, timer. Ooh, timers. Yep. And I woke up with a freaking horrible cold. Just a terrible, like, like seriously, went, went, totally fine. Woke up in the morning going, <laughs> and It was horrible. And I went, oh, my God, it's the air conditioner. And, and I, know, I know that cold air doesn't make you doesn't give you a cold, yeah. but dry air supposedly does carry viruses longer in the air so they, they can last longer that's in, in dry air. And that's, so I assumed my air condition just had like Legionnaire's disease or something inside it waiting, waiting to get me. When I switched it on, it With went...
0: <laughs> and got me this is what you said that's yeah. what i said you said i
1: probably said
2: oh, it was waiting to me. yeah
0: there was something you said there's something in the air conditioner yep. that gave me a head cold yes and i went rubbish <laughs> absolutely rubbish. i just wanted a yes. hug dan that's all I, I wanted not I, in that state I'm i just wanted
1: physical you. human contact and you wouldn't give it to me
0: of course i wouldn't <laughs> As you, as you pointed out, Legionnaires' disease. Yes, it does come in it air, air conditioners. conditioners. That's yes. right. You did not have air condition. No, you did not know. have Legionnaires' no, disease. I no, I didn't. I became Dan for a day, basically. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. You- Legionnaires' disease. <laughs> Legionnaires' disease is an aerobic bacteria. Oh, and as we learned from the virologist a couple of mm. episodes mm-hmm. ago, if you put a bathtub full of bacteria, Dr. yeah, if you put some, yes. Mm. Uh, if you put some bacteria you don't sound so surprised when I remember a human being's name I don't when I'm interviewing them <laughs> I'm terrible
1: so the only reason I remember that name is because I actually got it wrong in the uh, when promoting it online and he's like oh thanks you could have you know given the right name I was like oh I'm sorry Dr. Hughes I'm a bad
0: man <laughs> so I can't remember now yes he mentioned that if you put a drop of bacteria in a warm bathtub mm. a week later filled with bacteria yeah. virus nothing nothing. of course because yeah, viruses need, need a host for, for there to be a Virus to infect you. Mm. Someone would have to. You've been basically coughing into your air conditioner just before you went to bed.
1: Uh, look, I don't. I, I live in a in a unit block of units. I don't trust them.
0: All oh, right, uh-huh. they're doing that cat burglar thing and hanging out the window and coughing into it.
1: No, no, it's down on the it's down on the garage. I shouldn't tell people this because that's a weakness that you could you could exploit. It's down in the garage. All the units are under the building in the garage, all put together. Really? Yes, yes. So they're away from everyone else. But people in the unit block could go down and cough into my inlet valve. Which sounds like the worst sexual experience ever. <laughs> oh God, I didn't say that. Oh my God. I did not say that?
0: Cough in my inlet <laughs> valve. Help me. I, Come over here and. She came cough. over. She used to be this thing called air conning. And she wanted she coughed in my inlet valve.
1: I was just lying there and suddenly she uh, coughed in my inlet valve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got legionnaires. And now. now and she charged me 50 bucks. And now there's a drip. <laughs> So it's typical. <laughs> it's... Oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, Leaves a tr- rusty trombone from dead. <laughs> um... Wop wop wop. Okay. Womp. So. With this in mind, I went, well, I am going to make Greg look like an idiot on uh-huh. the podcast. Please do. <laughs> Already succeeded there, I think. But I spent a lot of time researching. I went, I'm finally going to get to the bottom of colds. because so I think about them a lot. Mm. I do mm. not like getting colds. I do not like getting colds. Sure. I hate it. Because... I don't like to have to be housebound. Mm. Other people are like, oh, it's been a couple of days, let's go and infect the f everyone else. I go lick as I many people not as I can. Do that. Mm. I do I, not do that. You I'm do. very much against it.
1: You, you do. You are you are one of the people who one of the very few people I know who uses it as an excuse to uh, to skive, and proudly
0: so. I work from home. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what you're saying is So I stay at work all the time when I'm sick. <laughs> 24-7 and I don't get to go out and have fun with people because I don't want to infect them <laughs> and then you go off and give them to them anyway
1: I, yeah I, I, can I say that, that my cold actually did the rounds oh, God. it's very it's very rarely that I am because a lot of time when people have colds everyone has colds anyway it's, just yeah. that it's winter and everyone's getting colds. because it was a summer cold I watched it go away from my circle of friends further into the wild I watched it go I was like oh you got a cold oh no and then and then, oh, then, this, and then, and then, my dad got a cold. And then my mum, I was like, oh, no. And I watched it disappear into the wilder populace,
0: yeah. wider populace. And the thing is, if it were me, I would feel terrible. You had this glee about you. <laughs> it's I, like I got inside other people. No, wasn't, Something that was inside no, me is now inside them. No,
1: for me, it was statistically interesting to watch watch it go from one to two to four. Statistically interesting. you yes. a- <laughs> Jesus,
0: okay. Wow,
1: really? That's, um, I mean,
0: fair enough, but that's... And thus thus our demonstration of Dan doesn't like colds. (laughs) It's typical for a human adult to have between two and five colds a year. Mm -hmm. I'm generally down the bottom end of that. Oh, really? Because I wash my hands like a psychopath. Mm, Good, good. It's actually very good, yeah
1: rhinovirus is it its most infectious do you know how to, do you know how to wash your hands people in the audience do you know how to do that wash your hands A- antibacterial soap has been shown to be pretty much ineffectual, by the yes. way so don't use antibacterial Oh, no, it's
0: it's actually really good oh. uh, if you want to I- encourage uh, antibacterial resistant yes to to, to flourish so if you using
1: antibacterial soap what you're doing is killing 99% of the bacteria the 1% survives in the is mutating to resist Antibacterial medicines. So thank you very much for doing that. Just use soap. Soap is fine. Normal soap. Wash your hands. But you do it. For, you sing Happy Birthday to yourself. Have you heard that before? Yeah. You do it for children. Adults don't know this. And you have got to do your hands, both sides, of your hands, and your wrists, your filthy monkeys. Do your wrists. So you go. Happy birthday. And between to your me, fingers. Yes. Happy birthday to me. Happy birthday, dear Gregoire. Happy birthday to me. That's not very long. It's not very long at all. No. But it's that. sing it to yourself. And you got to sing it loudly and proudly and stare at the person next to you in the urinals. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Hey, I clu- uh,
0: to a you nightclub, know, to, to a club. Not a club? No, a pub. A pub. Five dollar jugs a year. Uh-huh. Um, where I met my wife. Oh. Isn't that oh. sweet? But, she uh, didn't speak English. But I went to the bathroom mm. and I'm washing, and I'm, I was doing that. I was mm. at the bar sink just washing my hands. Like, washing my hands. Mm, mm, mm. And some guy walks past and goes, "Oh, you'll scrub the skin off, mate." And walks out without washing his hands. I was mm-hmm. like, "What kind of a world do we live in? You're the bad man here." Where that's the guy who's yeah. like running his fingers through some hot blonde's hair. No. Look at that hair. Gross. And women do it too. <laughs> Women, they go to the bathroom He's and they on come a out, roll. and He's then they like they shush up their hair mm, before mm. they wash their hands because listeners, they don't want the wet water. Listeners, to...
1: we need to back away slowly. It's okay. You, you, I'll deflect you. I'll Everything
0: def- is a virus. I'll deflect. Just dis- get the world run. Is disgusting.
1: Run. I'll protect I will you.
0: Laminate you all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> run, dear listener. I will. I will throw myself on the danger.
0: I will seal up those infectious holes of yours. <laughs>
1: That's Strange enough, that was the first, time, first thing he even said to his future wife.
0: <laughs> you will never be able to air con. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Symptoms typically result two or three days after infection. Mm. So if there's a virus in your air conditioner, uh, you don't wake up six hours later going, oh, well, now I've got a cold.
1: Oh, okay. So it was already in me. It was already in you. Could the cold from the air conditioner helped it
0: along? We'll, we'll get to that. Oh, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, look. I did a lot of research. <laughs> we're, and we're no jumping ahead. We're painstakingly going through my point. Pain and staking <laughs> are both words applicable here. Good, good, good. Excellent. It's transmitted by contact with contaminated surfaces or inhalation of infected particles from a cough or sneeze. Sure. Although studies suggest that contact is the most effective way. Mm. So droplets in the air, really uncommon for you to oh, get that. Okay. It's, it's. I It's touching stuff. I thought sneezing on someone would give it some Well, sleep. sneezing on someone right, probably okay. would But... Not those. Droplets. Not from across the room. Right. Okay. Sort of, yeah. I mean, if you sneeze on someone's face, that's a contact. You can and there's moisture sitting on your lip. <laughs> and, oh
1: God! I need to wash. <laughs> he's got all. He's, he's, he's kind of like he's trying to get something out of his bottom. It's kind of weirdly wiggling at the moment. It's fantastic to uh, watch.
0: <laughs> the problem is, you get it on your hands. You touch something of your hands, then you touch yourself on the face. Go
2: mm, touch your face.
0: And the thing is, I've got a very pretty face. Like I like <laughs> touching myself on the face. Um. <laughs> The thing that surprised me, a common cold is an amalgam <laughs> of over 200 viruses, mm. although rhinovirus is only one third of that, mm. which explains why they have different effects. Okay, so sometimes you're like, oh, geez, I can't. This, I've got such an awful cough this time. Mm. That's because the virus is—it's a cough virus, and it affects different people in different ways. Mm. But yeah, okay. different viruses oh. have slightly different effects. It tends to last four to fourteen days. Most people improving in a week.
1: Mine was bad. My, I must admit, mine was. A, I don't get. I don't get sick for long. I must admit, I, I'm always on the shorter end of that four to fourteen. I'm only in the four. On it, just my body just goes death to that thing. This one kicked me around for like ten days, like like as in I was still coughing gobs of yellow phlegm like for me i was like it's cancer because i was sick for so long from a cold i was like this is not real this this can't be this has to be something else (laughs) but it wasn't it was
0: just a cold (laughs) i had a cold that lasted 21 days what i was so sick that's like I, I had like little. Is that a
1: pupils. flu? Is that a flu? Was that was that a
0: cold? Uh, my friend Al said that I was the sickest he's ever seen anyone who wasn't in a hospital, <laughs> and it was just a cold. It was just a cold. I went to two doctors and they went, "Nah, common cold." Man up. So I had Eat like, a block of concrete. It was one of those ones where <laughs> midway through I woke up and I went to the bathroom to rinse my mouth out, and all this blood came out. What? Yeah. I, I, it, okay, was, need, it was a sore throat. But
1: you need different doctors if blood is coming from your throat. You need to. That's getting bad. Yeah. That's, it's that's that's Ebola
0: <laughs> yeah well that's what I thought <laughs> you can mask the symptoms carefully mm-hmm. you don't want to overdose on prescription medication, mm-hmm. like paracetamol mm. really safe if you take it in the right dose, mm. you up the dose to mm. like no because you're supposed to say two tablets you mm. up it to like five or six you are really f-ing with your body there yeah you can you have to like it's,
1: it's don't so mix it it's a lot of paracetamol and a lot of uh, flu medications. so they say is take this don't take any more paracetamol yeah you can get very sick very quickly I, like, taking uh, overdosing on paracetamol is actually quite easy yeah uh, and it can do quite scary things to which is which is weird because it's so easily bought over the counter in in little pretty pack packs. nowadays mm. it's not protected or controlled mm-hmm. so in australia anyway mm. uh, but
0: it can't get you high
1: yes so and People do Kills have, you first. It, it, yeah, it's really weird. It, I and mean, we're we're I know we sound like we're being a bit scaremongery there, but it has been shown to be quite dangerous in, in relatively low doses. Yeah. When, it's, when they say take eight in a 24 hour period, they mean it. Yeah. Don't be an idiot and take more.
0: Yep. Just ask Heath Ledger. That's what happened to him. Oh, wasn't it wasn't a mixture? That was a mixture. It was of a mixture, but mm. yeah.
1: Yeah, paracetamol was one but of them. But
0: they're all legal over the counter yeah. medications. He mm. was just didn't follow the instructions properly and died from it Mm. oh i see you mean yes yes you take some honey that masks the symptoms a bit Mm. anything that kicks in the placebo effect (laughs) which that's a great effect sure sure there are some associated (laughs) dangers dehydration so keep your fluids up Mm -hmm. ear infection is one so blow your nose rather than sniffing Mm. simple almost nothing has been found to reduce the length of the common cold listen carefully listeners that's what you do best (laughs) that's why we call you listeners Vitamin C, echinacea, antibiotics or a cleansing. None of these have the slightest effect <laughs> other than the placebo effect. Mm. Listen, listen to listen to me. Vitamin C mm. does not make you healthy when you've got a cold. Mm. It does not. There have been some studies that suggest that zinc lozenges taken within 24 hours of symptoms occurring can create a markable reduction in duration. Mm. More research needs to be done regarding optimum doses, but to those who wish to try, greater than or equal to 75 milligrams a day.
1: Don't, uh, listeners. Greater than. Dear sweet listeners, please don't go and self-medicate with zinc. No, don't, don't don't do that. But don't. there are zinc tablets out there. Yeah, don't. I don't want to hear a wonderful listener and who dies because they took a lot of zinc.
0: No, don't take but a lot of zinc. Please don't follow the instructions. Yeah, and, and don't. But Just don't. But everything else is bupkers. Remember, this is a
1: podcast of science, comedy, and ignorance. We're now spouting a little bit of we don't really know what we're talking. No, about, this so. was from a proper.
0: Oh, okay. I, 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 oh no, I did oh. not skimp on but, the research. But we're
1: not. But we're not promoting people self medicating. No. Okay,
0: good. No. But isn't it interesting that there is actually a
1: thing that... Mm. Oh, no, yeah. I'm out. interested in that. I just don't think we should tell um, the audience to go out and get more zinc.
0: No. Well, you can. That's Stop what it. the thing says. Stop it. No, I don't care what the thing
1: says. We're not promoting it.
0: Um, now, another recent thing that I read <laughs> said that it would only reduce it from like an 11-day cold down to a 10-day cold. Right. But this one said a markable reduction. Mm-hmm. And they did yeah. thousands of people. They studied thousands of people. Now, to avoid getting a cold in the first place, you can take a sup- supplemental zinc... Mm-hmm. which will make you less likely to get a cold. Really? But- hang on, hang on. I, get, I, I, get, I have to come in here. Because research
1: I've done recently, not about colds, but about vitamins and minerals, yep. state that everything that you can get off the, if you're a healthy human being, even if you're a vaguely unhealthy human being, your diet gets all the trace elements you need, zinc and everything you need. You get some, So you, I, I worry about telling people to go take more zinc in vitamin form or whatever, mineral form or in pill form, to stop colds when technically I, this other thing says, no, 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 you get enough of that crap in your normal everyday diet.
0: Mm. Well, I will link to the research. Okay. Because it's I, it wasn't just like a website at CNN or something. Because <laughs> like, you can't, you trust anything no, on no, the internet when it comes to colds because it's such a big industry of people selling so yeah, many placebos. It's a
1: billion-dollar industry.
0: Because people go crazy when they get cold. Yeah. I've come home from the supermarket when I've been sick mm. and had like slimy hogwart pills that taste like the devil, and <laughs> and I'm like, I know better than this. Mm. Why am I buying slimy hogwort? This research that mm. I will link to okay, good. did a huge amount of research and mm. such and found that uh, if you have supplemental zinc, it can reduce the, the amount of colds you get, mm. but you end up with a bad taste left in your mouth mm. and some nausea. So that there's, it's, it's a trade-off. Um, Hang on. But,
1: so for those couple of days a year when yeah. you have a cold,
0: you have to have nausea and a bad taste in your mouth yeah. the rest of the time. Yeah. I don't think that that's worth it. <laughs> that.
1: We here at Smarter better, better do not promote this. Uh, this supplemental supplement. thing. <laughs> I think there's a. I think the risk versus reward is slightly yeah, bad. that's not good.
0: <laughs> if you're doing a lot of exercise, especially in cold weather, and when I say a lot, like marathon or mm. like cycling Ultra five hours a day, stuff like that especially in cold weather, then taking vitamin C supplement can return you to normal risk of infection. Okay. So you actually up your rate of likelihood of infection if you're churning through your, the vitamin C by the running. Mm.
1: Okay, yes, yes. Right, I see what you're saying. Yeah, okay.
0: Other ways to prevent yourself from getting a cold? Stop
1: smoking. That's just a good thing to say anyway. Yep. Stop it. Stop it. You, you, you who's smoking right now, I can see you. Yes, we've implanted something. You're smoking.
0: Stop it. And every time you do stop smoking, don't just throw the butt in the street. They, those cigarette butts do not break down, and no, they make not. there is more cigarette butts in mass than any other type of garbage. Oh, really? Yeah, interesting. And people go, "Oh, it's just tiny," and they, mm. but they uh, they're terrible. Mm. Fish eat them, and well, mm. oh. then we eat the fish. Then you got like, a, um, you got a smoked haddock <laughs> Manage your stress. Oh, so that
1: wasn't funny. That was that was very very bad of me.
0: Oh, I get it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Smoke like yeah, yeah, I just did your joke, but again, yeah. Um <laughs> hmm. that sounds like most of the podcast. Actually, <laughs> ben, managing your stress yes. is good. Mm-hmm. Although I I just fret about managing my stress. <laughs> am, am I managing it properly? <laughs> I'm. All, ah. Be a girl. Be a girl. Be a girl. As in B E E R girl. Be, not be a girl. Oh, not be a girl. No. Be a get a beer girlie. That's what I'm saying. Have a serve your beer. Be a oh, girl. be a girl. Right. Yes. That's Recent studies have discovered that testosterone limits huh. your immune system. People with lots of testosterone are more susceptible to bacteria, fungus, parasites, and viral infections, including the common cold, oh. meaning that man flu is an actual thing. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. So,
1: I mean, women do have testosterone, but not as high.
0: Yes. So it's it's the
1: high... Okay, interesting. But go.
0: people who take testosterone supplements to mm. make them all manly and mm. bald... Mm. Masculine. Um, <laughs> and small penis. Their immune systems are not as strong. Right. Now, one hypothesis is that men were more likely to sustain injuries with all of their hunting and were more likely to suffer from an overreaction by the immune system. Uh, like They would suffer if there was if, an overreaction. Because
1: because they're going to be cutting them or something like that. So if, if the immune system goes, holy crap, and then and goes... Berserk. You die. Like HIV kind of thing. It it, it wipes you out.
0: It... Well, testosterone has anti-inflammatory properties, uh, which means if you hurt your ankle hunting, it's not going to swell up as fast, but it's not going to heal as fast and you can still get home. Oh, Whereas right. it swells up oh. and you're like, oh, jeez, and you limp home and then a tiger eats you. Mm, mm. So, yeah, there is... Having your immune system kick up too high stops you from doing your duty as a hunter. As a hunter. Though I must admit, originally when we were evolving, if there was a tiger, I'd be very, very weirded
1: out. It would have been a lion of some sort. Tigers were India. True. So if you were attacked by a tiger, it it really wanted to kill you. It made a long trip and it took you out. It was like Jaws 3.
0: It (laughs) just (laughs) got on a plane. It came from the subcontinent. (laughs) Sorry, I just wanted to put that up. The cold. The mm. cold weather mm. does not give you a cold. No, nope. I think we all know this. Yes, there's a suggestion that in the winter people are all indoors, sharing each other's space more and sharing disease. Mm. Uh, doesn't, that doesn't count for me. That doesn't work for me in. Strange enough, Brisbane, yeah, where, where it's kind of warm, we all go yeah. outside. I don't know. That. But if it, when it's really, really hot, we all get together in the same shopping centre.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I tell you what, yeah. just as a bit. Mm. I mean, this is
0: not research by any means. Mm. This is just. But when the frog princess first came over to Australia, she was always shocked and annoyed that she would get colds in the summer. She's Mm. like, no one gets colds in the summer in Mm. France. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Now, my guess would that, that would be someone,
1: I mean, things do, because of the way the air works and the, the circulation around the planets, you don't get a lot of cross from north to south or south to north. So uh, I know that's changed now with planes taking people around the planet, but right now, hang on, that made sense. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the things, I'm going to say the viruses and things might be different in the southern hemisphere than in the northern hemisphere. It may take longer to move down. Like in Neville shoots on the beach when the radiation's moving from the northern hemisphere to the southern hemisphere, it takes longer to circulate like through, through. the air? Yeah, through the air. Yeah. So no, no it's, that's not the vector. People get on planes and, and you know, fly yeah. around. So that's probably not so yeah. true anymore. And,
0: and viruses only last for four hours. Yeah. So, oh, and, in right, the, okay. and in the uh, air, right. they don't really... Like, they last for four hours on surfaces. Yes. In the air, not so much. Right. But... Okay. Uh, the, then my idea is total crap then. Fair enough. You were right about dry air. Ah, good. Because dry true. air, those particles tend to hang around for a, a, a longer, and mm. be infectious for longer, whereas in humid air, they sort of bond with the moisture in the air and get screwed up yes so they don't last as long in hot
2: Ah, air in hot hot humid air air. hot
0: humid air right now it turns out that while not all studies agree it looks like inhaling cold air cooling of the body surface and cold stress from the core temperature dropping can cause suppression of the immune system Ah. so my extrapolation is that given all this, it's possible that you were infected up to three days previous Mm -hmm. and the drop in body temperature compromised your immune system and allowed the virus to take hold Ah. or it Mm. was just a coincidence.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So, Joshua, how goes the storming of Jericho? "'Brilliantly, my lord.' "'I'm sorry to hear that. Wait, what?' "'Well, my lord,
0: I must admit, "'after six days of marching around Jericho "'blowing seven horns with nothing happening, "'I was starting to wonder whether maybe you'd told me to do this "'so that I was compelled to admit "'that storming Jericho and slaughtering everyone inside "'was not your wishes, "'and that I should be spreading a message of peace instead.'
2: "'You are wise beyond your years.' And this is why you are so happy?
0: No, my lord. On the seventh morning, I had an idea.
2: Uh Uh-oh. I took
0: the second horn and positioned it in front of the first
2: horn. But that would magnify an already
0: magnified voice. Sure did. And then I lined up all seven horns like that. The increase in horn was logarithmic. Oh, no. It didn't take long to find the resonance point of the wall. Oh, my. And then it was just a case of setting some explosive charges. What? And then we rushed in and slaughtered everyone. Oh, no. In your name, it is done. Oh, I really didn't have anything to do with it. Lord, you are so humble. But by your divine will, all those innocent people were vanquished.
2: I think I need to sit down. (laughs)
1: I've always been fascinated with humans getting it on. That's why we watched all those videos? <laughs> so instructional videos by Pamela Anderson.
0: But it only in a scientific way. Oh, no, a very scientific way. No, I, don't, I don't like to get myself all dirty. No, no, no. So it's all, but, I was uh, wearing a
1: big orange suit and it was plastic. And <laughs>
0: I was behind a perspex shield. <laughs> to protect me from any impacts. I view sexual relations like you view cold vectors. <laughs> Pretty much.
1: But I have to watch them intently through windows. Anyway, and I don't mean between
0: humans. Yep.
1: Uh, no, no, actually, no, I do mean between humans. I don't mean between Homo sapiens sapiens. I'm not interested in Homo sapiens sapiens having sex. I'm interested in in, in humans having sex in the past because we're the only human species left on the planet, but that wasn't the way it was in the yeah, past.
0: Yes, suck it. Homo, Homo
1: sapiens. Oh, no, 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 Homo sapiens Neanderthals. That's what I'm talking about at the moment. Neanderthals. Uh,
0: and, and I, so, look, I just have a thing about Cro-Magnon Man. And, and, and telling them to suck it, which is kind coming of coming in, to, Coming in, taking our jobs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Illegal time-travelling boat people. Anyway... The point of this is we have talked in the podcast before about DNA being found in us, which is Neanderthal. and yes. And then and there was an argument that wasn't true, and then, and then we went, oh, it's not true, and then some other kind of people, actually, it is true, and there's been more research. And now it's been pretty, pretty much, when we first started the podcast, we weren't sure. Mm-hmm. Now we can pretty much say, no, there, we do have Neanderthal DNA in us. Homo sapiens sapien definitely had sex with Homo sapiens Neanderthalus at some time in the past. And now, of course, when you have two points of data like that, you're not too sure if it was like a couple of one-off events or was it forced, or would it happen a lot, or you know,
0: we just don't really know? So once you go Neanderthal, you never have a reversal. Never have a reversal. Re- reversal. Oh, Reverse. once you go into. Th- once you go into Neanderthal, oh. you never have a reversal. Yes, so. oh, oh, well. That's good.
1: In Science on Top, which is another great science podcast you should go and listen to, we talked about another human species that was found. And they called them the Denisovians, because in a, in a, it was named the Denisovia cave in Siberia. They said they found this little female. They found a toe of this little girl. Oh, and, yep. and, and they said it was a female, it was a young female. And that's all they've ever found is this... Toe, and we know there was a different species based on the DNA found in the uh, in the toe. We know there was a different species of human, so Homo sapien, Denisovian. So it wasn't Homo sapiens sapien, it wasn't Homo sapien neanderthals. We know nothing else about these people. We didn't know they existed until we found this toe. Wow. What they have found, though, and that was all explained in Science on Top. What they have found now is another bit of DNA. Sorry, another bit of bone in that same cave, and it's a neanderthal bone, which is interesting in itself. Ah. So it wasn't a Denisovian; it was a neanderthal bone. And that could happen. Maybe people live there over a long period of time, and mm-hmm. different, different hu- types of humans have lived there. Yep. They haven't found any Homo sapiens sapiens, us,
0: there yet. But they found the Aztar. When they, they should have looked at each other. Well, if two scientists were in there, they were. Oh look, found you. That's, home,
1: that's Homo sapiens that's, sapiens. Sapien. Really confused me. I, now, yes, of course, yes. I keep forgetting you people
0: are Homo sapiens sapiens. Oh, sorry. You should make that right protected information in your <laughs> computer brains. Right.
1: We're all humans here. We're all humans under the law. They took this this <laughs> Neanderthal. What?
0: What? All humans under the law, which is what's really important to me because I've got some plotting to do. <laughs> I've got some crimes I want to commit, and this under-the-law thing is really on my mind at the moment. <laughs> anyway, the Neanderthal bone, they, they found lots
1: of DNA in it because they, they, once again, like the other Neanderthal bone, they, they found its chock full of sexy DNA, and they could do some work on it. And they've realized that that Neanderthal has Denisovian DNA in it. Ooh. And that means that Neanderthals and Denisovians were having it off. Ooh. And Neanderthals and humans were having it off. And so they're finding out now that it seems that human species seem to be quite fine with having sex with other human species. Yeah, That's really fascinating to me because you think, I mean, Neanderthals, I mean, we have this image of being terrible cavemen. Mm -hmm. So that's
0: like, foxes and wolves being all up in each other. Yeah, others.
1: so yeah, Canis, canis Lupus Cuts. and Canis Canis, yeah. It's, it's really interesting. So, it was once said that if a Neanderthal came and sat next to you on a bus, you'd probably get up and change seats, because it wouldn't look quite like you. You'd look like a bit of a scary person. But if a Homo erectus came and sat next to you on the bus, you'd, you'd get off the bus, because it, it's not human. So the Denisovians, the Homo sapiens Denisovian, obviously looked close enough, well, we think must have looked close enough to us, and to Neanderthals, and to each other, that you're like, oh, it's warm, we're in a cave. Come on, love. We're not the same species. But...
0: Well, look, I mean, you get on the internet, there are all sorts of websites out there. Yeah. All sorts of perversions.
1: I don't, well, it wouldn't be perversion. That's not, I, I find it really interesting. We're so freaked out about color and we're so freaked out about gender. Not on the internet. And we're so
0: freaked out. They, they love a bit of that. Yeah, but but think, just...
1: think, about humans. think about human beings. People get freaked out. They kind of, I'm sorry, you can't marry that guy or girl because they're the wrong color or the wrong religion, or the wrong culture. I can imagine if it was a different species in the past. In the past, though, it didn't matter. I, I think that's awesome. I think we should get back to more just
0: loving... Inter-species sex.
1: As long as it's humans. As long as right. they're, they're all humans, Dan, that's the
0: important thing. Wait, look, I mean, humans are just a type of primate. Walk of Shame. Walk of Shame! Shame. Where we have our listeners point out where we've made a mistake. Terrible, and, terrible errors. And occasionally we catch them ourselves. Yay. I hate doing a walk of shame about something that we talked in the last walk of shame about. I hate doing oh, do that. We? Uh-oh. I hate uh, it. Oh, no. It just feels tired and irritating. Mm-hmm. But I pointed out the Babylonians had a placeholder that worked in their base 60 numerical system. Mm-hmm. And that they invented zero first. Sure. The Babylonian placeholder was not a true zero because it was not used alone. So you couldn't just put the placeholder mark. so it was two arrows or something. You couldn't put that there and just go, that means nothing. They didn't do that. Okay. Nor was it used at the end of a number. So because it's base 60, Mm. if you wrote one zero, Mm. that would be 60.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That would be 60, Mm. but they didn't do that. Right. So if you put one but you were talking about a shipment of apples, mm. everyone knew that that meant 60. Right. But okay. if you had uh. if you had 62, you could write one placeholder two, and that would mean 62 apples. Okay. So, right. I think I know what you're saying there. <laughs> Which... Confusing, yes. It yes. didn't occur to me that that would be the case because it's mm. useless mm. and very confusing. But yes, they only context was able to differentiate right. certain things like this. Yes. So they didn't have zero all by itself. The person who pointed it out last time Mm. Decided to get all argumentative again and went. Let me just tell you, you told me that I had to walk, but I don't have to walk. He said they didn't have zero as zero by itself. Mm. His point was that zero, as a concept and a placeholder, mm. which is in the ninth-century India citation above, is technically correct. Okay. Uh, The The best kind of correct. That's what he said.
1: (laughs) So. Okay, we'll take back our walk of shame for his walk of shame. So, yes. We're sorry. Now, my walk of shame comes from a listener who was calling us out on our crypto zoo. It's always fun. Calling us out. Yes. (laughs) Calling out on crypto zoo. Uh, It was Christman, The Adventures of Christman, episode 59. Okay,
0: yeah. Episode 59. My theory. Yes. That. Christ's power could be unified yes. by the reproduction of fluid. Yes, that's
1: right. And therefore you said that the way that we they uh, that Christ cured leprosy yes. was by increasing the amount of blood inside someone and therefore increasing their white blood cells or increasing their white, their white blood, blood, blood cells count. and therefore they Okay so the listener writes in and says depending on the type of leprosy infection the person had, increasing the white blood cells would actually kill them. Oh shit! First, <laughs> firstly, the T lymphocytes are what causes red inflamed skin and tuberculosis types. Also, if Jesus replicated macrophages accidentally in the second type, he'd actually make it worse. Uh,
0: can, can I just say, Jesus would never do something
1: accidentally? Because he's, he's killing it on purpose. Because that's where it replicates. In either case, leprosy suppresses immune function. Oh, with, with, damn it! Without suppressing immune response you might kill them by increasing the symptoms caused by the immune response alone and then with a citation underneath and guess where that citation comes from wikipedia
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so we're we're put right by wikipedia once again so thank you very much to the listener who pointed
0: that out to F-ing jesus letting me down again <laughs> Our old friend, Michael Barnes. Yay! loves listening and picking stuff apart. Good man. He's a very clever guy and he loves maths. He also loves stating astronomical distances in metres. What? Yes. How does that helpful? Okay. On podcast sixty, you said right. Yes. If it's five thousand astronomical units to the Oort cloud. Yes. That's just a typo in his email. It's actually fifty thousand. Right. He yes. Gets it right, right. Later on. Yes. So yeah, if it's fifty thousand astronomical units to the yep. Oort cloud, yep. that's a fair percentage towards Alpha Centauri, the next star over. Mm-hmm. Is what you said. Mm-hmm. Now, an astronomical unit. Hundred and fifty million he says, kilometers is oh, oh, uh, uh. our friend Michael Barnes. Yes. <laughs> I <has laughs> said an astronomical unit is 149,597,870,700 metres. Of course it is. It was at this point in the email I realised how tedious this segment would get if I didn't do some rounding. (laughs) So, 150 million kilometres. Thank you, yes. Yes. Good, good, yes. Therefore, 50,000 AU Mm -hmm. is a length 7.5 billion kilometres from Chad, Mm -hmm. the Earth's sun. Nice, well done, well done. Okay, he does some maths to figure out the percentage travelled. Mm-hmm. The Oort cloud distance over the Alpha Centauri distance, mm-hmm. converted to a percentage, sure is seven four seven nine eight nine three five three five zero 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 over four one one five one zero 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 times one hundred <laughs> yes. to convert to a, yeah to convert to a percentage. Yes, you just want the percent. Yes. 1.817669931471896... Right. Signific-
1: those numbers don't make any sense at the end, really. You have to go to significant figures here. So, okay. so, so we'll say one so something 1.7%. Slightly
0: less than 2%. Slightly less than 2%. Okay, okay, sure. He says that if he was driving Sydney to Melbourne, <laughs> 2% only gets him to the Hume Highway, Yes, and he's really only just started. That can hardly be considered a fair percent, and that you, Gregoire, <laughs> must take a walk. I will, I no, will. No, 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 don't. No, no, no. Just, just before you do, <laughs> I just want to tell you about a thing called light years. <laughs> Space is very big. Mm, it's mm, very big. Mm. The numbers can be a bit overwhelming mm. and difficult to keep track of. Have you ever heard of a light year? Yes, yes. Yes. Mm. How how big is a light year? How, a light how, the, what
1: distance is it? It's the distance that light travels uh in in one calendar year.
0: Excellent. And how and how far's that? Oh, I've got it written down. Good man. A light year is 63,239.7 <laughs> astronomical units. Okay, okay. Yep, good. So the Oort cloud is so, 0.79 light b- years away. B- yes. That makes sense. And so how far away is, Alpha is Centauri? Centauri? 4.2. Well, hang on, that those numbers don't really Yes. They, they Hang on, hang on. Kilometre's uh, Let me just... Uh, uh, <laughs> 0.79 light years away. Are you going to back to defend four... me, Dan? Hey, oh. Hang on, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm looking for the truth. <laughs> you see, 0.79 light years away, yeah. I was on Centauri, point, yep. changed to a percent. Well, that's that's 18.1766 percent. 18.1766993147. <laughs> that's almost it's exactly 90. the number yeah. that Michael Biles came up with but out by a factor of 10. (laughs) Isn't that strange? It's almost like he was typing in a long string of digits into a calculator and mistyped a zero somewhere along the way. (laughs) Are we really attacking our, our listeners now? No, he's attacking you. He said <laughs> that 2% is not a fair way, that the Oort cloud is not a, a, a fair percentage Advantage. of his way. Sure. 2%? But right. 20%? But 18.9%. <laughs> eight, sorry, 18.1%. That's a pretty decent, fair whack of the way. So,
1: on the trip, that his trip, his vaunted trip from yep. from Sydney to Melbourne, yep. where he said he would just be getting onto the Hume Highway and mm-hmm. just starting. Yep. Well, actually, that seems to be wrong. Then, no, really, he would have travelled one hundred and kil- seventy-five, one hundred and seventy-five, roughly kilometres of eight hundred and seventy-six. He'd have to travel. That's a that's a fair. That's a half a
0: tank of petrol. A, I'd call that a oh, fair percentage. Yeah, right. And I, I would say that maybe he needs to take a. Walk of shame himself. I think maybe he does, and maybe you don't. Maybe I might just step off the path. Hang on. Actually, not so fast. Ugh. Because you said Alpha Centauri was the next star over. The Alpha Centauri system is the next star system over, mm-hmm. but it includes the binary stars Alpha <laughs> Centauri A yeah, and B. Yeah. Yes. But it's not the next star over. Proxima. Proxima Centauri.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's the one that's further out, yes.
0: It's the closest star. The mm. next star over is Proxima Centauri, Centauri yes. not Alpha Centauri, yeah. even though Alpha Centauri is the next star system over. Right, yes.
1: Fine. Come on, Michael. We'll take hold hands and we'll walk down the walk of shame together. How does that sound?
0: If you see anything else <laughs> that we mention wrong, if we, we get something wrong in the podcast, we want you to contact us. If Greg gets something wrong, please do email me. Mm-hmm. If I get something wrong, send it to me. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, Dan. and
1: thank you. We start the 2014 with uh, resolutions.: With resolutions, your that, resolution. And that my resolution is to, is to find songs that will move you. Oh, so
0: there you go. Songs that will move you. That's that was my Ooh, plan. Right. That's my plan. So that's my first attempt. I, I always my, my resolution Ooh. is to stop killing hobos. That's a good one too.
1: I uh, that's I'm glad. So I every just,
0: year I make the same. One. <laughs> and and you last the first month and then you're back catching up. Ah, uh, then it's February is hobo hunting month.
1: <laughs> Anyway, I've decided that I will stop trying to give you a turds of music. I will now try and polish the turds. <laughs> Thank God. That's my plan: is to try and polish the turds.
0: Like every, a few months out, I listen to the podcasts just to go, "Oh, okay, mm-hmm. this is what it sounds like as a full product." Yes. I never listen to it after it's been edited. Mm. And I got up to that. Now you're an arthropod, <laughs> one, and I wanted to murder you. <laughs> like a hobo. I was like, oh, I hope he gets kicked down on the street soon. <laughs> so here's a song
1: by a musician called Matt Farley. He's kind of well-known. He's sort of in the Jonathan Colton kind of area. Ooh, as I in do like a, him. He's a man who has created music now and supplements his income by being a musician uh, online for so Matt Farley.
0: I am filled with the desire to kill hobos.
1: <laughs> that was Matt Farley. What the f*** was that? <laughs> why I picked him? Put, put the hammer down. before. Why I picked that? Not just to annoy you. I was fascinated. I heard about this guy on a podcast, another podcast, uh, t- TLDR, which is really worth listening to, and uh, too long did not read, to those who don't understand the internet parlance. Uh, so lol. TLDR. But (laughs) Matt Farley is a guy who writes about 100 songs a day. About everything. All right. But he writes 100 songs a day. And, and he's got 14,000 songs on Spotify, and he gets about 3 cents a year from each song. So he makes like $50,000 a year based on all his different songs. Some of them make more than 3 cents. And he writes them about anything. So he'll write a song about a doorknob, or he'll write a song That's about a window. That's pretty clever. Yeah, and I'm really fascinated. And so it's unlike Jonathan Colton, who writes catchy songs that, 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 uh, mopey, are, good. that are good. He's just gone, I'm going to write a song about everything. Everything So he has an album that's like things in your kitchen,
0: knives. So uh, quantity, not quality. Yeah, and and, and it's worked for
1: him. I'm fascinated by it. It Has it, though? Has it worked for him? He's making money out of it. He's making enough money. He has a studio under his house. He, uh, He makes nearly as much money by writing 100 songs a day as I make working... My ass like it's it's pretty impressive what he's done. It's honestly worth going to listen to the TLDR podcast about this guy. He he does sound a little bit interesting. I I, I mean, you hear him talk. He sounds like a very interesting fellow. Mm-hmm. He he um one of the ones they said he did. He just he gets something in his head and he does it. He's one of those sort of people. So he decided one day that he was going to walk. He likes marathons, so he, he walked the distance to the marathon. That the marathon actually, the forty two kilometers of the marathon because he and he decided like when he was eight years old that he wasn't going to sweat. And he's never sworn in his life. He doesn't swear because his friends were swearing. I don't want to do that. And he just stopped doing it. So
0: this guy I, sounds lame.
1: He sounds really interesting to me. Listen to the podcast on TLDR. We'll put the link in the uh, in the show notes. It's worth listening to. I am impressed how people can make money out of the internet using their brains St- doing stupid things. But I, I am things. jealous. I am jealous that he worked out how to do that. If
0: you would like to send money
1: to. <laughs> Send it to us. Don't send it to Matt Farley. No, send it to Matt Farley. He deserves it. No, money. God no. He writes birthday songs. Like he's gone through hundreds of names and just written different birthday songs <gasps> and gone Dan. He'll go Happy Birthday Dan. You are the man.
0: And he, and people buy him. I was supposed to send some smart enough no better shirts to some listeners, <gasps> but I forgot. He said, Oh, look, I'm going to pay for it. Where do I pay? And I forgot to send a follow up email. Do we have shirts? I think. Yeah, I've got some shirts. <laughs> I'll sell them to people. (laughs) Okay. I guess. I go to all the work to design and print up these shirts, and then I don't bother selling them. I'm an idiot. You should listen to me, Dan, at smartenough.org. And when you're tired of him, listen to me, Greg, at smartenough.org. You can follow us on Twitter at SE2KB. And also Facebook at the same place. No no no, you have to go to Facebook. Oh <laughs> please do rate us on
1: iTunes. Yes, yes, definitely. That, for the new year. A new year's rating. Wouldn't that be brilliant? Yeah. Please don't mention poop in a warm hole. that, yep. no, that would be.
0: There funny. are like five hundred people downloading this podcast now. Yes. But only thirty six
1: thirty six reviews. Thirty six reviews. All pretty reviews. primo reviews.
0: Now some of the ones that are right up near the head of iTunes have only got like 120 or is. Okay. If you are listening to this podcast and you give us a five-star review, mm. if we will. everyone who just heard that did it, we get to the front page of the iTunes. And we'd be the winners. And then, boom, three cents a song. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know if it works that way. That's fine. We're not actually monetizing. That's not what this is about,
0: is it? We're not You didn't tell me about this. No. Well, if that was the goal, we would have failed a long time ago. <laughs> but if we did monetize it, we'd be able to do them more often. Just leaving that there. Clang. Clang. <laughs>
1: anyway, thank you very much listeners for listening in once again with your listening skills. And remember to and like, good job with the listening. And you did very Wonderful well. Job. And you dodge that taxi. You didn't see the taxi? Well, that's lucky then. Too busy listening. That's too busy listening. Well done, you. But please come back. Tell us where we got right. Tell us we got it wrong. Any interesting stories, please tell us. When you want to send us a story, please send it to one or the other. Greg at smileoff.org or Dan at smart. Don't send it to both because then you we can't... You just pointed to the wrong people. That, I don't know who you I am anymore. You said
0: Greg at... And then you pointed at me. And then you said Dan and pointed at yourself. I
1: was pointing my reflection in the window behind you.
0: But then you pointed at yourself for the sake... Sec- yeah, 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 You're...
1: You're... you're too late for you.
0: <laughs> you know.
1: all humans look alike to me, including myself. Uh, so please get into uh, come and tell us about things that are going on, but only send it to one or the other. And I adore it when people send to me uh, Batman at smart <laughs> because that was something in year one or year two, I think, uh, very very early on in the podcast, and that we only mentioned a couple of times. And I still get emails at Batman at Now I will get more, of course, people. Yeah, but but the, you, you the, the the people who've been doing it that whole time. Oh, I love you very much.
0: Tweet the other day that I was very pleased with. Disappointed that you didn't retweet it. Oh, but I did get well, yeah, a couple of. Re- I think it? you just missed it. I didn't see it. Yeah. It's very good. Okay, let, me, let me get find. Let me get find. go back and have a look. See I will. Find I will. Ordinary, I will. Yeah. Okay, I was very proud of. Okay. okay.
1: All right. All right. Wouldn't want to miss your tweet. <laughs> Here's Dan's best tweet for the week. Totally shocked that my superconductor project has been given the green light. I was expecting more resistance.
0: <laughs> Don't say it like that. <laughs>
1: That's a That's pun. Not That, my friend, is a pun. Right there. That's Damn
0: straight. It was a gangbusters pun is what it is.
2: <laughs> uh, oh.
0: it's, a, it's like, oh, I got an email. I wonder who it's from. It's from me. <laughs> I just sent it to myself <laughs> from the device that told me. Thank you. Thank you, phone.
1: Useful device. Very sensible. <laughs> <laughs> and that was... What are you doing? Is one of the word time now?
0: Is that what we're doing now? That is going to be a very irritating way to digest the podcast in episode 61 we will be discussing well that was we haven't said who it was no but we'll do that afterwards oh okay it's a bit of a uh, yeah we got caught we got sidetracked there's a proper way of doing this one step at a time are we recording this are you actually doing we've got to do oh look we're recording everything (laughs) but we're editing a lot too sure but we go, we need to sizzle straight off the oh, mark. Oh, okay, right. Or else they just, the people yes. will stop listening. Oh, I see. They right. downloaded the 16-megabyte yes. file yes. and they listened to the intro and went, good so far. Yeah. But I am starting to talk. <laughs> this tire. rambling is getting a bit much. And then, and then boom, you've got to go sm- straight into the sizzle. Oh,
1: so, hang on, oh, hang on. I'm sizzling things now. All yeah. sizzling things. Okay. Mm-hmm.